What's up and welcome back to an all new episode of Interview Nugs. Um, today we have a special episode. I am going to be the guest and we're going to have a special host, uh, a special guest host. Hey. Um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself. Hello, I'm Ryan Dove from Time Zones and other things such as my mom. <laughs> um, all I got all right, so let's right. uh let's, jump let's into just it. get into it. You you ask all these people these questions, and I'm not gonna let you get away with not answering them yourself. So we're gonna get into the deep shit already. How many holes are in a straw? Oh my gosh, I've I've heard a bunch of answers, and uh, some of the answers that people have told me have made me change my mind. But <laughs> but what what I think there's no right right or wrong answer is just like how you see it. But for me, it's one hole. Mm, one hole. But um, there is one guest that came on, uh, the rapper Kenny Can Fly. He said that if you poke some holes into the straw, you can have as many holes as you want. So that's kind of a aspect that I wow. never thought of. So that's that's incredible. That's I don't know why you would poke holes in your straw. Your drink will fall <laughs> out. But yeah. So um, what would you attribute your success to? Um, I don't consider myself successful yet, but, um, if I look back into times of when I was successful in my life, like, um, different sports I played or like doing well in school or things like that, I attribute those times to like practice or studying or actually like doing the thing that you're working up to be successful at. So it's, I'm kind of like in the process of becoming successful as a YouTube creator and a musician, recording artist. So I'm just like in the process of putting in the work and actually putting my time in to see any success. So, yeah, I saw you were, I I see you post stuff about how you're working on your album and I'm excited to hear that, how that comes up. Me too. (laughs) All right. Um, How do you deal with fear? Um, Fear, I guess fear is something that like uh, as I've gotten older, I've been better with dealing dealing with it. Um, I think it's more like about your mindset. Like when I was younger, I, w- I would always think of like, um, oh, what uh, this could happen or uh, what if this happens and like all the negative stuff. Yeah. But if, if you like change your mindset to focus on like the positive things like, oh, what benefits can come from this thing that's going to happen or it could happen and it's just how, how you view things. And I'm, I'm becoming better at that as I, as I grow older. For sure. What moment or moments that you can share have had the greatest impact in your life? And uh, if there's any lessons that you've taken away from those moments. Um, for this, uh, I've, I've had a lot of time to think about these questions. So like for this specific question, <laughs> I would, um, I would say they're they all revolve around um, like writing. I remember when I was a kid, um, I had like a little book book report due and had to write an essay. And my mom stayed up. I was in elementary school. And my mom stayed up with me till like midnight and just like telling me how to write and like having a good introductory sentence and paragraph to my essay and like. I just remember dreading that moment and just like crying, like, can I go to bed? Like, I don't want to do this no more. And like, 
So that was like kind of traumatizing until it was middle school. I took a creative writing class and I, and I did, it was like the first opening um, project that we had to do. And the teacher was like really impressed with my work. She's like, wow, you're very creative with your writing. So then once that happened, it kind of like flipped in my mind of that incident when I was in elementary school. It's like, wow, my mom really taught me like a lot about like how to use my words and like just be creative with it and, and use my talents like that. And, and even in high school, I don't know if like, it's the same for every, every state out there, but here in Nevada, we had these proficiency exams and we had to write two essays and I aced both of them. So I'm like, okay, I got like a little knack for this. So as I carry that into my life now, like when I write lyrics and come up with like different verses and hooks and choruses, I feel like I'm using those things that I was taught as a kid. Yeah. Back in school, I I really didn't like writing essays. It was like, I was always struggling to hit the word count. I just like make run on sentences and, and it's, yeah. And a funny story with this too is um, I was a really bad student in high school. I didn't like to do work. Mm. So I had a, I had a English lit um, class and um, it was, it was getting closer to the end of the semester. And this teacher that I had, she was really old. I think she was like in the early stages of dementia and she was retiring the next year, but she called me up to her desk and I was like, Oh shit, I'm in trouble. And she's like, uh, Mr. C you have, you have a D right now, but based on your first essay, we're going to, I'm going to go ahead and bump it up to a C. Oh, so nice. I was like, Oh, wow. That's sick. The very next day she, she, she does the same thing. She calls me to her desk. Mr. C, can you come to my desk? I need to talk to you. I thought she was going to say, you know what? I changed my mind. You got a D. I'm not going <laughs> to, she said the same thing. She said, you have a C right now, but based on your first essay, I'm going to go ahead and bump hey. it up to a B. <laughs> So I didn't say anything. I just like looked around like, is this this deja vu or? (laughs) That essay saved your grade, bro. Did it it get you to an A? Did it get you to an A? No, it only worked the two times. So I went from a D to a B. But That's good. That's good. Yeah. I'll take take what you can get. (laughs) Um, So if you could know the complete and honest truth to any answer, what would you ask? I mean, to any question, not to any answer. My bad. <laughs> it's all good. Um, this one, like I said, I've had a lot of time to think about these questions. And um, one that I always wish that people would say, um, not to judge people, but they always seem like self-centered. And like some people want to know, like, um, if they're following their legacy or if they're on the right path. Mm-hmm. But if I had the chance to ask this question, I would ask, what is the cure for all illnesses? Oh, that's, yeah, that's a good question to ask. If you and, and, and some people, they even say things like, uh, what happens after you die? Or is there a God? And if you were to know that answer, you wouldn't be able to prove that to anybody. So it's kind of like, you, you just know this information for, yeah, for, that's like, what, uh... for funsies. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't really know. That's what Tony said, right? From on his interview. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad you watched that. So, like, this one is something that you could know and you can actually prove it. So, like, yeah, if somebody had cancer and then you cured it, 
then people would believe that you knew the cure and then you could just cure everybody. So, right. I'm not claiming to be like this person who's like, (laughs) like, so like selfless and stuff like that. It's just, I've had these, I've thought about these questions. Yeah. 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 I mean, when you asked that in the time zones interview, I was like, I would, my answer was if there was a God or like if anything happens after you die, you know, but that's, that's a good, that's a good one. What is your earliest memory? My earliest memory. Um, it's like a toss up between three. Um, I moved to Las Vegas when I was four years old and all of these memories that I have are in California. Mm. So, um, one was, um, watching like these religious videos and having like a pizza party. And, um, (laughs) and another one was my mom was gone for some reason. And my dad took me and my brother to Dairy Queen and we all got butterscotch dipped cones. Oh, that sounds good. So, uh, yeah, that's another memory. And then the third one is, um, I'm not sure if it's a memory, but there's a, there's a video that I saw. I don't know if it's still around, but it was of me as a baby pouring orange juice into this plant and I, I, the V, the VHS, it's third person because somebody else is taking the picture. But in my head, I, I can remember like seeing the cup in my walker and me pouring it into the thing. So I don't know if that's like my yeah. memory or if that's like my memory of seeing the video and like, because memories are weird. So they are, yeah. Those yeah, are my three. Like, that's <laughs> you were trying to water the plant with orange juice. Hey, maybe turn orange. (laughs) I wanted more oranges. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. That's something I would do like as an adult. (laughs) I don't know if that's how uh, plants work. So uh, let's just stick with the water and the fertilizer. Yeah. If you had, if you had to be an animal, uh, which animal would you be? Hmm. I would want to be a pet. I wouldn't want to be like a wild animal. Mm, domesticated. So, yeah, I'd want to have like human companionship, I guess, like a dog or a cat. Um, either one of those. Just like to be able to like live your life and have someone just take care of you and like take you to the park. I think that would be sick to be a dog. Yeah. Or to be a or to be a cat, like. The way I treat my cat, like he he does whatever that he does whatever he wants. So <laughs> I think that would be dope to just do whatever I want and then have like cans of tuna waiting for me whenever I get home. Like <laughs> I think that would be dope. That would be that. That's the life right there. Honestly, just do whatever you want, and then when you go home, you find a can of food. <laughs> who are, who or what are your influences? Um, growing up, my influences or my biggest influence was my brother, just because he was just like a direct family member that I could see. And uh, just seeing all the stuff he did, he was always like the coolest dude to me. And like, I always try to like emulate him. Um, Now as an adult, um, still my brother, but one influence that I had is uh, I got to interview this person. His name is Anthony Magna Bosco. Uh, and, I saw uh, some of that one. Yeah. 
Yeah, he uh he led me to this thing called street epistemology, and it's kind of like helped me deal with stuff that I was dealing with. And it's something that I want to start doing in the future, like start doing some SE interviews like in the park or maybe just on Zoom like we're doing right now. And right. Yeah, it's just something like I've had a lot of questions about like my faith and stuff like that. And it helped me like suss out all of like what I was internally feeling and like put it out into a way that I could process it better. So, and also using street epistemology, like helped me with like relationships that I have with people. And I'm like, sometimes like you don't want to start an argument and you just want to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And like, I wasn't able to figure out how to not have an argument mm. and like, it's helped me with just being more calm and asking the right questions and not being like, um, I guess, accusatory or like trying to blame other people and just, just a better way of like having a conversation. So right. that's one, those are two people. Mm, I don't have anything to say about that one. Um, but yeah, I did see that interview. It was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is the secret you wish to share that could improve the lives of the people watching? Hmm. I guess just if you want to do something, just do it. Yep. Um, like don't. There's a Snoop Dogg says it study long, study wrong. So if you study something for so long and you don't ever put it into practice, what are you actually doing? Right. And another thing um, that I found from like actually doing things is there's things that you'll never come to know or understand until you actually do the thing that you want to do. Like you, like I said, you can study about it. You can watch tutorials and like, but there's always going to be something like you missed or something that the tutorial doesn't have or a book doesn't have that you won't learn until you actually do the thing that you want to do. So, yeah, it, it's it may not be good. Um, <laughs> like I interview a lot of musicians on here and they always right. tell me stories about, oh, I did this. Uh, I recorded this track in high school and it was trash. And it's like. Nobody expects you to be good on the first time you do anything. So right, right, right. Just, just do it, Nike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. That's that's good. I would say probably the same thing. Um, when you're feeling sad, uh, what do you do to feel happy? This is one that I use during the pandemic. Um, I don't know if everybody's had it, but like there was there was just like especially like early on in the, in the lockdown, I felt like everyone that I was close to, they had like a specific day where it's like you break down and it's like, yeah, Oh, I don't want to, I want to go outside. I want to talk to people and this and that. And when my day came around, I was just feeling so sad. And what I did was I just put on a movie that I had watched before when I was younger, Mm -hmm. uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh yeah, those yeah, I've seen that. And uh and then I also watched Martin Lawrence's uh The Black Knight. So it would just help me to like it was good because like I I've seen these movies before, 
but also I, I it's been a while since I had seen them so I didn't really remember the story fully so just watching these mo- movies and like having the experience of like watching the show again and also being familiar with it it's kind of like that balance of like just help me through it like so now I know if I'm feeling sad just like throw on an old movie that I used to watch and like just escape for however long the movie is yeah I love comfort movies I love just like when I'm not feeling good just put on one of your favorite movies forget about everything it works (laughs) yeah I really like uh the Marvel movies like the MCU movies those a lot of those are like my comfort movies Oh yeah, I definitely I watched I rewatched all of the Marvel movies during the pandemic. Oh yeah. <laughs> I went through and watched them all back. So yeah, that's another movies. Watch movies if you're feeling sad. Yeah. It helps. Especially comedies. Mm-hmm. If you want a good laugh. Um what is your go-to meal? Go-to meal, man. I'm most important I love- question. Most important question. <laughs> I love to cook, so it's anything that I really want to make or anything that I really want to have, like I'll just make it. Um, but recently I've, I feel like I've perfected my pizza recipe. Oh, so like I've, I've taken like some, some, some elements from some recipes and like uh, elements from another chef and uh, like molded it all. And like, I feel like, Cause I've been working on this for like years now. Like I used to use like different pizza doughs and like trying to find like the right flour and this and that. But now I feel like I've found like my go-to pizza recipe. So nice. I'm really happy for that. I actually, um, my aunt and uncle, I made some pizza and uh, they're in town. They're visiting my folks. And so I brought over some pizza and they're from they're from Guam, so they love fish, and uh, they had like a full pot of fish, but they ended up eating my pizza, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, we'll save the fish for tomorrow." So I was like, "Man, it must be some good stuff because it must I don't be some know. good pizza." You're gonna share the yeah. recipe, or you're gonna keep it a secret? I'll share it. I mean, basically, the dough is um a while back. If you watch my other show, Ear Nugs, when uh, there was a uh, when they had all the protests and they had blackout Tuesday, there was a chef that I was kind of piggybacking off of. He was matching donations. And so I put him in the show and I, and I just told anybody if they're donating, donate through that website so that he would match any donations that you made. And his name is J Kenji Lopez alt. So if you just look up J Kenji or his, his series is called serious eats. So if you look up, yeah, if you look up serious eats, it's the pan pizza recipe. And uh, that's what I use. So just Mm. follow that recipe. I use my own toppings. You use your own toppings. And (laughs) what's your favorite pizza topping? My favorite is got to be Italian sausage. Mm. How do you feel about pineapples on pizza? I don't hate them. I don't know why there's such a hate for it. I, mean, I know it's it's my favorite topping, honestly. I'm gonna get a lot of hate from that. Maybe get kicked out of time <laughs> zones or something. But oh no, I don't know. We don't want that. Yeah, I don't. It 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 tastes all right to me. It's not it's not my number one pick, but I'm not like disgusted by it. Like I've had it before. I love a good Hawaiian pizza. Hell yeah. 
Um, if you if you're into charcuterie, I mean, people eat grapes and cheese all the time and like raisins and like so it it makes sense to me, but I don't know why there's so much hate for it. So. Right. What is your favorite place? My favorite place is it's this beach in Hawaii and um, it's it's kind of like three places in one. It's kind of like this like cove. It's like the first part of the, the beach is it's Bellows Air Force Base. And they have like these cabanas that you can rent out and like swim. And if you go like a little further on the beach, it's called the Redwoods. And then the further down, it's like Waimanalo Beach. So it's like those three. It's like the same beach, but the three different areas. It's like the best place. Like, I don't know how to surf. I've tried surfing. I can't get on the board. Oh, I don't know. It looks I think hard I'm, to do. I think I'm too top heavy or something, but I love to, I love to boogie board. So, and, and the waves there are, are big enough to, to ride, but they're not far too far out that you can't touch the bottom. So I don't know. It's like perfect for me. And uh, yeah, there's like a nice little like Hawaiian, like um, mom and pop food shack, like up the street mm. from there too, called Konecki's. You can get like, any food you want, any Hawaiian local food, and then like shave ice. And yeah, so that's my favorite place. Um, the last time I was there, they were um, doing some protests because um, somebody was looking to develop that area. So I don't mm. know if it's exactly going to be the same the next time I visit. So it's kind of like, I don't know if it's going to be like a memory in my mind or if it's going to be still there when I get back. So we'll right. see, but when that's that's my favorite place. You plan on going back anytime soon? Anytime soon? No, I'm broke right now. So uh, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Hawaii is so nice. I've been once and I it was a long time ago, so I don't remember a lot, but I remember the beaches and the the water is so nice. And there's a lot of chickens running around like on the streets. Like there's just chickens everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's really nice though. All right. Uh, what is the change you wish to see in the world and what can you and I do to make it happen? Hmm. Deep question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, one change that I wish was that I wish that. I wish that faith didn't exist. Faith. Yeah. Because faith is something that you can use to believe in anything. Mm. And like, I feel like people use faith to just justify a lot of things that they do in their life. And like what the definition of faith, what people have told me is like believing in things without evidence. Right. Yep. And so like, if we had a more rational world, like if there was no faith, there wouldn't be religions. Mm -hmm. And if we didn't have religions, we wouldn't have all these wars and people fighting over all these silly laws, like, like abortion or like gay marriage. And it's like, if we could just do away with like that root of like people believing in things with no evidence, like I said, then mm -hmm. I feel like the world would be a better place. What can you and I do? <laughs> that that's the question like that's like that's something that 
um, I hate to go back to street epistemology, but that's like kind of like the whole the whole stick behind street epistemology is finding out what people believe in and why they believe in it. Mm-hmm. And you ask these Socratic questions, just trying to figure out like, okay, what's the real reason why you believe in things? And um, yeah, it, it kind of helped me because I used to have a lot of faith and I used to think that I was cursed. So like, I, it kind of like helped me deal with like, like the, all the questions I had, like my mom, she's like a Sunday school teacher and my dad, he's like super religious. But ever since like my teen years, I always had like this thing in my mind, like, is there really a God? Like you have all these different religions and it's like, how do you know which one is the right one? Yeah, um, yeah. You have like, I don't want to say they're bad, but you had like the crusades of the Christians. You had the you have jihad of Mus- of Muslim and Islam faith. And it's like people are going to war over these things that they believe in. And it's like war is like the worst thing ever. Like, it, why would you yep. want to do war in the name of your God? So, like, I don't know. That's just one thing that I wish would happen. But it's like people are like locked in and tied to their faith and their beliefs so it's it's something that you can't really yeah it's like instilled to them like from when they're born yeah yeah for some people um it's crazy that's a that's a big answer and that's a good answer for that question (laughs) Uh, it's, it's gonna be a drastic change in topic but uh what is a superpower you wish you had? <laughs> That's why I love these questions. Cause like they'll get deep and then it's like, man, that was super deep. And then we just lighten it up, you know? So um, for the superpower, I'm, I'm team teleport all the way. Hell yeah. Yep. All the way. I don't see any other superpower that's, that's better than teleportation. Cause like you're about to get in an accident. Boom. You're out of there. You're uh, yeah, yeah, for sure you need some money like teleport into a bank vault and steal some gold. And it's like, nobody would ever know. Like that. Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree with teleporting. I, I, I would, I would choose that too. either teleport or be invisible or both. Yeah. I mean, if you could have two. Yeah. I think those would be the two. I would have trouble choosing between teleporting and flying because, like, when you fly, you can see the view, like the clouds and stuff. But, like, teleporting is quicker. See, but if you can teleport, you can just, like, teleport multiple times. You can teleport to the clouds, fall uh-huh. for a little bit, and then teleport, teleport again. Home. Yeah, so it's like, you don't need to fly if you could teleport. This man's a genius. <laughs> wow. That's why I'm team teleport, 100%. Yeah. How do you deal with anger? Anger. It's a little bit like the fear. Uh, As I've gotten older, I've learned to deal with it better. Um, When I was a kid, I'd break shit all the time, punch holes into the walls and just like bad, bad things. Like I'd always I'd always like um, hurt my hands because I'd be ended up punching things or trying to break things. So that wasn't a good route. Um, just uh i guess changing my mindset again like um 
instead of thinking like, oh, like if I feel like I'm getting angry, then I try to remove myself from the situation that I'm in. And then um, one way that I try to help myself with dealing with anger is I use video games. So like if I play, I don't have a system right now, but I play Call of Duty Mobile. Mm. And I like if I if I'm playing, I'll force myself to play for an hour. So like if I play during that hour and I start to get like those feelings of anger, it's like I know I have an hour or I have like 40 minutes left. Like get through it, get through this game, play these matches. And it's like it just lets me helps me with like just letting go. Cause like what can you really do about things anyway, other than just let them let it pass let time pass and cool down right so i'm kind of like training myself as well to to deal with anger yeah what made you get into what you do hmm i've always loved music um Mm -hmm. uh as a kid in middle school i bought my first guitar taught myself like how to play like punk songs because they're easy. You just use power chords and whatnot and like writing songs. And then um, I was uh, visiting my aunt in Hawaii and I bought my first ukulele. And that was crazy because it's like way easier than a guitar. I was able to learn actual chords and like come up with like chord progressions and things like that. And just being in like some the bands that I was involved in and like writing songs and then just realizing like, yeah, I can do all this myself. And like, I don't necessarily need other people to direct the music that I want to make. So yeah, I just started, I just went solo and I was like, you know, I'm done with these bands and let me just do this myself. So that's kind of how I got into this. And then like making music videos or not music videos, but like um, ear nugs and interview nugs. Yep. It's hard to like promote yourself, like especially like uh, during the pandemic, like you couldn't do shows. Right. Like now we're kind of getting back into like we're being able to do promotion or um, performances and whatnot. But you never know. Like uh, later this week, we're going to bring back like mandatory masks for Las Vegas. So mm. I don't know if like lockdowns are going to come back, but I just want to like keep promoting people and interviewing people and promoting music videos. So, yeah, that's how I got into what I do. Yeah, it's so awesome what you're doing here. Like giving all these small artists promotion. It's really, really nice. Appreciate it. I mean, even if I don't have like a big audience. I still feel like it's good for artists to like practice interviews. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. Some sometimes like I'll interview an artist and I'm like, man, I was so nervous. And it's like, don't worry, nobody's even gonna notice. And it's mm-hmm. like good for them to like just get in the get in the flow of like being on camera or answering questions, doing interviews. So I feel yeah. like it helps out people that way too. So definitely, yeah. And like I've discovered some artists that I wouldn't have from your show like i uh kanj kanj yeah kanj yeah um yeah it's dope man that's that's that that's the whole goal of the show is just to for sure yeah bring artists together and make new fans 
All right. So what do you have coming up? Got anything you want to promote? Uh, I got my new album that I've been working on for way too long. It was supposed to come out <laughs> earlier this year, but, uh, you know, we're both artists. You know how that goes. It's mm-hmm. it's always like you want to perfect this and perfect that, but it's done completely now. Um, hopefully it'll be out on the 22nd of October. That's my this release date. This is an announcement yes, right this now. This is the announcement for the release date. Um, it's going to be called Love in the Time of Capitalism. Oh, that that's where all your posts are coming from, right? Yes, it's kind of like kind of <laughs> leading up into that. Nah. And it's, it's the central theme of the album. And it's just like all the songs that I've put on this album are, are sort of related to that. And like, there's a lot of, there's some skits in there. And like, it's just highlighting how I feel about this whole system of capitalism and like how it just exploits everything in life. And it's just... Mm-hmm. I don't have a solution for it. Like, I don't know what the solution for capitalism is, but I'm just like pointing out that things could be better. So check this album out. I worked really hard on it. I'm, this is the most proud I've ever been of any project that I've worked on. So yeah, if you watch the shows, anything like that, just please check out this album and give it a listen. Hell yeah, definitely. Since we're announcing stuff, you know, um, new time zones album i don't know when this is going to come out so i don't know if i can reveal the title but i can tell you that no i don't know <laughs> no i don't know what exclusives I can so because i don't know when this is going to come out but you know i'm, I'm probably going to do it, it the week of the 22nd the 22nd yeah so in a in a couple weeks I'm going to say it, you know, if I get in trouble, who cares? <laughs> We're shooting for. Oh, and they will take it. The audience, the fans, even me, I'm waiting for that album as well. So I can't wait for that. And I've told other other members of Time Zones, like when that album comes, we can do another interview. For sure. And if, uh, if they're up for it. Yeah. If, if, if everybody's up for it, if anybody's up for it, and then uh, if you guys have any uh, music videos, we can do ear nugs as well. So. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, there we go. There we go. I'm leaking so much information right now. I don't know what's going to happen to me. If hey, this is the yeah, last dude. time you see me. <laughs> if you have to write me a message, we'll bleep some stuff out. We'll do some editing and cut some stuff out. But yeah, for just sure, let me yeah. know. <laughs> I don't want anybody to get in trouble. I love yeah, Ryan it out. in time zones. And yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just uh, make sure you put the beeps in. You can say that we're putting, yeah, put the beeps in. I think it would be funny if you just bleep out what I say, like <laughs> everything that I'm saying, keep it in, but put bleeps over it. Okay. We can do that. We can do that. Sounds good. All right. Um, I got a few more for you. Um, is there anybody you would like to see interviewed on the show for the next season or whatever you have coming up for the show? People anybody, for- anybody and everybody, if you're watching the show and you're like kind of scared or whatever, or I can't reach out to everybody. I mean, I, I could just like randomly ask people, but <laughs> if you want to be on the show, just send me a, send me a message, send me an email. 
um, interviewnugs at gmail.com, earnugs at gmail.com. I got my social medias. I got Instagram, TikTok, send me a message. Anybody out there, you want to do any anything in the interview, you want me to review your music video, both. I'm down. Um, oh, yeah. It can doesn't have to be musicians either if you want to do an interview. Um, I, I interviewed an inline rollerblader. I interviewed a YouTuber. Um, it doesn't matter. Photographer, director, if you're a cook, a chef, the anybody. Street, the street guy. The street street guy, epistemology, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah street street <laughs> epistemology yeah check that out yeah. too because yeah i feel like some people can benefit from it even if you don't benefit from it you can use those you can use the socratic method of asking questions to help your conversations along so mm-hmm. right check it out all right is there anybody that you have like scheduled that that is exciting to hear from you know like anybody like any exciting mm-hmm. interviews you have coming up? Dude, I just did one with Young Kipper. Oh, I know that uh, guy. So <laughs> I did one with Zach Vass. Oh, um, I know that guy too. <laughs> so yeah, those are coming up. Um, I mean, I kind of, I think I have a month's, um, a month's worth of shows lined up. So. Oh, that's so cool. So it's going to be pushed back a week because I got my show and then, you know, I, I got to do what I got to do. I'm sorry, everybody out there. I'm going to push your episode back, but yeah. He's, he's trying his best. Don't yell at him. He's no, my no, friend please. and he's trying his best. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got. That's all the questions that I have. I came up with them all by myself, you know. Yep. I, yep. I'm, the, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was, it was you. I don't want to take your credit. I was just joking. It's just a joke. Just a joke. (laughs) All right. So thank you guys for watching Interview Nugs. I'm your host, Ryan Dove, forever. This is my show now. Ha ha. Oh, no. Oh, no. Stealing (laughs) the show. Peace. (laughs) Later.